Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt. And we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back to This Is Legitimately, episode 29. Had a little fumble ruski on the last one calling it 29, but this is episode 29. We're going to call it Derek Jeter, Frank Sinatra, and Rick Brandt, Three Legends. What do you say, Rick? Pretty good name? You know what? That works for me. I guess, you know, Frank and Derek have done enough in their lifetime to, to warrant that. I guess we could throw us all three in there together. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, you know, we had an awesome episode 28 where we were talking about Jimmy Fallon, Rudy Giuliani, Marlins man and yourself chilling in the, in the legends club at Yankee stadium. So it's only fitting that we move in the direction of another Yankee themed episode. And, you know, it, it is a hundred degrees here in Jersey, New York area. And on this day, it was 100 degrees in the city, so that's kind of similar going. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm excited to dive into this episode and really just let it rip. What do you say, Rick? Yeah, listen, July of 2014 was certainly a warm day that day in the Bronx, and uh, I've heard what you're saying. It's warm there in uh, New Jersey, New York, Gary. Let's keep the heat rolling. All right. So, guys, this whole episode is about Rick Brandt meeting his childhood legend, hero, icon, Derek Jeter, outside of Yankee Stadium, and the stars align, the stars absolutely align, it will never happen again in the history of Rick's life that this will happen. So um, we're going to get into that in a little bit, but uh, for the listeners out there, because uh, we have a wide variety of listeners, I just, Rick and I just wanted to really help you understand the magnitude of who Rick met and what Derek Jeter has had, the impact he has had, not only as a Yankee, but in baseball and in sports and in everything. And I'm just going to rattle off a bunch of his accomplishments. Then Rick's going to take over. Then I might jump back in. It is a laundry list right here. Derek Jeter's accomplishments. Let's go. So Derek Jeter, Yankees shortstop, 
businessman and baseball executive. Currently, he is the CEO and part owner of the Miami Marlins since September 2017. He spent his entire 20-year Major League Baseball career with one team, and that is the New York Yankees. He was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in his first year of eligibility in 2020, and he received 396 votes out of a possible 397 votes. It's a 99.75% first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, he is the second highest percentage in MLB history and the highest by a position player. There was only one human to not vote Derek Jeter into the Hall of Fame out of 397 votes. Nobody knows who this human is, but it's unbelievable. I, I'm, I'm annoyed that it wasn't a perfect vote. Even as a Mets fan, you got to give credit where credit's due. He's the greatest. And the only person to ever uh, be a 100% was his partner in crime, Mariano Rivera, another former Yankee. So uh, that just gives you the idea of the respect that this guy had. First ballot Hall of Famer is a massive deal. Um, he is a five-time World Series champion, regarded as one of the primary contributors to the Yankees' success of the late 90s and early 2000s for his hitting, base running, fielding, and leadership. He is the Yankees' all-time the Yankees, the New York Yankees. We're not talking San Diego Padres. We're not talking Tampa Bay Rays who suck. We're not talking, you know, Miami Marlins. We're not talking any of these teams. We're talking the Yankees. They basically invented baseball, okay? He is the Yankees' all-time leader in hits, 3,465, in doubles, 444, in games played, 2,747, in stolen bases, 358 in times on base 4716 times in plate appearances 12602 times and at at bats 11195 times oh my gosh what a legend rick take it away with some facts about this man we're not even done we're like halfway through the list rob he was a 14 time all-star selection he won five gold gloves five Silver Slugger Awards, two Hank Aaron Awards, and a Roberto Clemente Award. Jeter was the 28th player to reach 3,000 hits and finished his career ranked sixth in MLB history in career hits and first among shortstops. In 2017, the Yankees retired his uniform number two, rightfully so, and Yankees legend Derek Jeter he was straight out of high school he was drafted in 1992 he made his debut in 95 at the age of 20 and he quickly became a phenomenon he won rookie of the year he led his team in 96 to the world series his team then ended up winning the world series in 98 99 and 2000 in 2000, he was named All-Star Game MVP and World Series MVP to give you an idea of how dominant he was. He served as the team's captain from 2003 until he retired in 2014, and he holds many postseason records. He has a career 321 batting average in the World Series, and he's earned the nicknames Captain Clutch and Mr. November due to his outstanding play in the postseason.
Rob, the guy is unbelievable. And growing up in the New York region of the country, it just meant so much in the 90s and early 2000s as a kid, watching him achieve what he achieved. It was so rare, you know, seeing somebody spend their entire 20-year career on one team. There's just so much that goes into it. I think we had to go into this depth to give it justice as to what this encounter meant back in 2014 when I got a chance to meet the myth, the man, the legend. Absolutely. And that year in 2014 was a season-long farewell tour for the, for the entire year of baseball. Every game that they went to, he was basically um, given gifts by every single team as the, um, you know, as a major contributor to baseball. They just gave him all these gifts. So, Rick, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about the season-long farewell tour, a couple notes on it, and then maybe some cool gifts that he got, if you know of any, and then the Nike's respect tribute, and then we're going to get rocking and rolling with what happened on this day. I would be honored to do so. So, Jeter, essentially, before the 2014 season starts in March, he comes out and announces, hey, this is going to be my last year. And at that point, things just went off. People, you know, this was it. This was going to be the end. The last time you were going to get a chance to see Derek Jeter. Tickets for games at Yankee Stadium skyrocketed. The last game, oh my gosh, it was like one of the hardest tickets in the world you could ever possibly get. And so Derek Jeter, 2014, announces he's not going to be playing the following year. So along the way, as the season went by 162 games they would travel to different cities of course playing different teams and like you said at each city what their team would do is gift them something unique something special something memorable um, I remember like the Texas Rangers I think gave him cowboy boots that were like inscribed with his name and different pictures and like along the way just each team if you can picture what I was saying about the Texas Rangers they did something unique and special as it relates to their city and where they're located and then tried to mesh what Jeter accomplished throughout his career. It was really cool to see. I can't go into all of them, but um, what was cool also, Rob, was that all these companies out there started to want to pay their respect, quote unquote, to Derek Jeter. So Nike, they came out with this respect tribute early in the year and it was funny because the word respect is spelled r-e-s-p-e-c-t but instead of using the letter s they use the number two so it was r-e-2-p-e-c-t and uh, it gained a lot of traction it was pretty widely um, just seen everywhere because you had guys like tiger woods michael jordan just the legends of sport tipping their cap and paying their respects to Derek Jeter and all he accomplished. So Nike came out with that at the beginning of that last season in 2014. And then Gatorade just absolutely blew people away with a goosebump, chilling, inspiring Gatorade 90-second commercial that none other than your boy happened to just be in the Bronx the day when they were filming it. So I'd be happy to walk our listeners through and yourself as well. And frankly, I'd be a little uh, excited too to reminisce about just what that day was like. Uh, you know, Rick, 
Ah, uh, man, I'm just pumped to get into this because I feel like every other every other day for a long period of time, like you were just taking pictures. Like sometimes we, we didn't talk every day. And I think on this day, we didn't even talk. Um, like I just knew you were going to the Bronx and you were going to the, the game. And I didn't really ask any questions. And then about like, you know, an hour into game time, you post a picture shaking hands with Derek Jeter underneath the subways right outside Yankee Stadium. And I just go, yeah, of course. Why not? Absolutely. Yeah, that would happen. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. And like every one of our friends on Instagram and Facebook were like, how did this happen? How did this happen? So you're going to get the behind the scenes of how this happened. You know, six years later, we're telling the story in a podcast and that's how memorable it is. And Rick, I think we're going to be telling this story for decades later. Um, we have to, we, the story is so phenomenal. I don't want to hype it up more than it's due, but frankly, it earned a lot of uh, kudos, not just to me, but the whole happenstance and the unlikeliness that we would encounter each other eight hours, eight hours before game time on a random weekday, you know, Tuesday evening night game at Yankee Stadium. So let's get into it, Rob. Yep. Yep. So let's get into it. So this commercial that we're talking about, you could go on YouTube and YouTube uh, Derek Jeter Gatorade commercial. So Derek Jeter Gatorade commercial. It's uh, a minute 32, a minute and 32 seconds. It's Derek Jeter being driven up by his driver to Yankee Stadium. And he was playing that day. And he got there, you know, eight hours before they, so they wanted to do filming. So it's, uh, it's Derek Jeter driving up to the stadium and then hitting a red light, like a couple of blocks away and just going to his driver, you know, I'm good from here. And he gets out and he starts walking and he's shaking hands with the fans. Fans are freaking out. Um, bar restaurant owners are inviting him in to uh, sign like some pictures and, uh, look at some murals. And, uh, Derek's taking the time to hang out with little kids and give them the high five and, Every, every person's reaction is jaw-dropping, and they're like, I can't believe Derek Jeter's walking by me right now and shaking my hand and getting to know me. Um, so I have chills just describing it. I highly recommend you take a minute and 32 seconds out of your busy day to YouTube that clip right there for some goosebumps and inspiration. What up, everybody? Sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here, but Rick and I have to pay the bills, so we're going to run an ad. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show, guys. So let's dive into it. The day. So Rick and I have talked about this time in, time out. It's a, it's a common, common, common 
uh, theme with us. And the biggest theme in life for us with sporting events is get there early. Get there early, early, early. And we're not talking if the game starts at 1 o'clock. We're not talking about getting there at 12. We're not talking about getting there at 11. We're not talking about getting there at 10. You got to get there early. You got to soak it in to really experience everything. And Rick happened to get to Yankee Stadium, outside Yankee Stadium, eight hours before the game even started. <laughs> so he was so jacked up to go see the game. So, Rick, uh, like, like, first of all, why were you there eight hours before? And then we'll talk about seeing Jeter. Sure. So I just happened to be taking a client of mine to the Yankees game that night. I knew he was a big diehard Yankees fan, great guy. Um, and it was a weekday. So what we looked into was actually, believe it or not, he was able to take off from work. And um, we booked a tour of Yankee Stadium earlier in that day. And the tours are given at like 9, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. But the game didn't start until 7 o'clock. And the gates for the game didn't open until about 5, 5.30. So if you can picture this, me and my buddy, my friend, uh, we leave early in the morning from New Jersey. We drive up. We get up to the stadium. And we're on time for our, let's call it, 10 o'clock a.m. tour. And at the tour, like we've talked about, you get to see all the behind-the-scenes different parts of Yankee Stadium. It's totally worth it. So much fun, especially if you're a passionate Yankee fan like the two of us were. But there is like this little caveat to it because you really do have to basically take up your whole day because once the tour gets done, again, around like 11, maybe 12 o'clock-ish, you've got about four or five hours you have to kill before the gates will open back up for the game and batting practice and whatnot so so rob we just had hours and hours to either grab lunch check out things in the neighborhood and what was so like unbelievable was i remember my buddy his name was steve we were outside yankee stadium and steve said to me at one point he goes hey check out that truck over there it was like a big suv a nice like you know uh it was exactly what and it was what Derek Jeter was actually in. So um, if you see at the beginning of the commercial, like you described perfectly, Jeter talks to his driver and says, hey, you know what? I'm going to get out from here. I'm going to walk the rest. And there was a camera that was extended out of the passenger rear seat window. And it was like installed on the outside of this black SUV. And it was facing inward so it could capture that angle of Jeter, like the side of his face the side of the driver's face. And I remember Steve points this out to me and I'm like, hmm, that's really interesting. What could that be? And we were thinking about that for probably a half hour, just kicking it around. And then we went on our tour and then the tour afterwards, we were like, you know, just needing to kill time. So there we were. Um, do you want me to get into it right now? Or did, did, is there something that you wanted to interject with? Cause I'll keep going. Keep going, keep going, please. All right. So because I'm, I'm, I'm juiced up here, because this is, this is like what we're building up towards. Basically, so now Steve and I have three or four hours to just outside Yankee Stadium, find stuff to do. And Yankee Stadium is fantastic because there is a bunch of stuff to do outside the stadium. There's streets just with bars and memorabilia shops. And you can poke your head in. You can look at different tchotchke items. It's really it's actually easy to kill three hours. Whereas 
if like, let's say you're at a Mets game at City Field and you're in a similar situation, there isn't as much around. There's not really uh, a ton of restaurants. There's not, it's just like a parking lot area kind of. So Yankee Stadium was perfect for this. And then what you said earlier was spot on. The genuine reactions to all of the people that saw Jeter were so authentic because none of this was script. So all the stuff that played out in the commercial was really 100% authentic. Apparently, what the way the story goes is Gatorade was able to coordinate with Jeter, with the city, with the Bronx, and basically cordon off some streets so that cars wouldn't really be driving through them. And there was some security personnel that I ended up encountering that was trying to do their best job to make it a safe place for Derek to be walking around freely. And uh, so here we are, we're outside Yankee Stadium. My buddy and I, we are walking across the street at an intersection, almost walking a little bit away from Yankee Stadium, checking as we're walking away, walking across this pedestrian crosswalk, a guy around our age, he's got an earpiece in, and he comes up to both of us and he says, excuse me, guys, would you mind walking on the other side of the street where uh, we got some stuff going on here? I need you to go on the other side of the street. And Steve and I didn't think twice about it. We we're like, yeah, sure. So we turn around and now we start walking on the other side. Like we, we start to walk towards the other side, I should say. And then Steve says to me five, 10 seconds later, he goes, dude, is that Derek Jeter? And he points and I whip my neck around just, I mean, I still might have whiplash, but I looked over up, Jeter was, let's call it 20 feet, 30 feet away from us. And he was really kind of like on his own. There wasn't too many people around him, like maybe two or three other humans. So now here I am adoring Yankees and Jeter and baseball since I was a kid. And my idol is 30 feet away from me. Nothing's really stopping me. So I beeline it right towards him. And not in a sprint, but just like, I walk right up to him. And uh, as I walk up to him, another security personnel with an, with an earpiece in, also, he stops me and he says, I'll never forget this. He goes, are you backup? Are you, are you backup? And I was like, uh, in my head, I had no idea what backup meant. But my immediate reaction without hesitation, Rob, was, yeah, I'm backup. He goes, great, awesome. What I need you to do is I'm going to need you to stand alongside, just a little off of Jeter here, maybe about five feet. And as he walks down the side of the street, I need you to just cheer, applaud, you know, just, you know, almost kind of praise the man while he walks for about a hundred feet. And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. I can do that. So here we are in the Bronx. Yankee Stadium is just off in the distance. We can see it as we're walking. And for about a hundred feet, it felt like, you know, just forever. I was just right there alongside of him and applauding him. And the camera crews were filming. I wasn't actually in the commercial. You don't actually see me. You might hear my voice a little faintly, but really I was just standing alongside them as they were capturing footage. And then the best part, Bob, was that after we get done walking this hundred foot distance, all of a sudden you just hear cut, like on a movie seat or a movie set. And uh, then the folks, the directors that were filming and looking at footage, they start cutting up the film. They look at it. They're like, hey, do we like this? Do we need to do another retake? 
And so here we are just in the middle of this empty street, me, myself, Jeter, and like one or two other people. We're talking to him. We're interacting with him, shaking his hand, thanking him, of course, um, of no doubt about it, capturing those iconic photos. And so what was really unique, Rob, was just how authentic this guy was. You have heroes, legends, people you look up to in life, whether it's in sports or business, whatever it might be. And then you finally get a chance to meet them. And you just never know, is that person really as great as he's made out to be? And I can reinforce that day from that experience that Derek Jeter is better than advertised. He is fantastic. He's adored. But let me tell you, just that, that short period of time that we spent together that afternoon, I was blown away. This guy was willing to take pictures with anybody that wanted them, handshakes, autographs. I remember distinctly, there was a woman, she was caller, let's say 70 years old. She was definitely from a different country. She didn't speak much English. And she was pushing one of those carts outside the stadium that has the roasted peanuts, which just smell absolutely delicious. And, you know, she was working her day job selling peanuts for five bucks a bag. And, you know, I can't say what her lifestyle was outside of that peanut operation. But Jeter treated this woman, Derek Jeter, multi-multi-millionaire treated this woman with so much respect and class and was so interested in what she was doing, her life, her experiences. I mean, they exchanged five minutes worth of conversation and I witnessed the whole thing and it was so real and the cameras weren't recording and that's what made it so cool to me. And at one point, the producers for the Gatorade commercial started to now like, Hey, Derek, we gotta we gotta get going. They were trying to encourage him to like stop interacting with all of us and get back to filming some shots that they felt like could be really good for the commercial. And De Derek didn't say anything crazy or over the top or do anything that was you know disrespectful by any means. But he basically said to these guys in a polite way, "No, I'm here because of these people." I'm going to pay them as much attention as I can give them. And I'm going to spend some time with these people. And that's what's really important to me. So, Rob, that was that interaction, that moment overall, let's call it a half hour on the streets in the Bronx outside Yankee Stadium with my hero growing up. It was so special, Rob. Oh man, lots of lots of unpack there, man. It was uh I was just sitting back, relaxing, enjoying that. Uh that moment. I mean, I, I wasn't there, but I've heard this story a lot of times, but that was awesome, man. Still got chills every time I hear it. Uh, what a class act, what a class act. And, you know, it was just so perfectly well done that commercial. It gives you goosebumps every time you watch it. And, you know, you got your picture with Jeter, you got to meet him showing up early. That's how you do it. Um, and then what made that commercial so epic was, uh, you know, not only was it ca pretty candid um, with the shots, but the song choice, I Did It My Way, My Way by Frank Sinatra. Wow. In the background. Rick, tell the listeners a little bit about Frank Sinatra's song, My Way. 
Sure. So Frank Sinatra, we've probably all heard it. If you haven't, you've been living underneath a rock. But this guy was one of the most popular and influential musical artists of the 20th century. And this song, get this, My Way, Sinatra's Virgin, he, it spent, this song spent 75 weeks in the UK in the top 40, 75 weeks. That's a record that still stands to this day. So this song came out in 1969. And 50 years later, no other song is spent that long in the top 40 in the UK. So this song is world-renowned. It's so fitting because Derek really did, throughout his 20-year career, he did things his way. And that's why it was a perfect soundtrack. As the story goes, when he met with the Gatorade producers talking about, hey, how are we going to do this commercial? What's it going to be like? Uh, Jeter was the one that recommended, hey, let's do the Sinatra song, My Way. And as you said, it's chilling, gives you goosebumps. Every time I see it, Rob, I'll just go on YouTube and watch it one one, one more time. And uh, it's special stuff, Rob. Oh, my gosh. So good. So good. And a fun fact about uh, both Frank Sinatra and Derek Jeter, um, Derek Jeter was actually born in Hoboken, New Jersey, and then moved out to Kalamazoo, Michigan, where uh, he got drafted out of high school, but he was born in Hoboken and lived there for his, uh, you know, infant years. Um, and Frank Sinatra was also born in Hoboken and lived there um, as well. So very fitting, uh, amazing song. And, you know, the baseball game, Rick, and the stadium tour, the stadium tour is fantastic. The, uh, the game, I'm sure, was great, but totally irrelevant for this um, you know, podcast, not even, not even that big of a deal. <laughs> um, but Yankees, Yankees won. It was a great time. The tour was exceptional. We saw behind the scenes things you don't normally see, but you are totally right. It's the encounter with your hero that made it all worth it. And it was the last time I ever saw Derek Jeter play in person. Oh my gosh. Bone, that is just goosebumps. All right. So I'm going to read this uh, quick little um, quote from the New York Times about the commercial. And then we have a little send off for all of our listeners. This was a quick, fun uh, episode, but man, was it a treat. Uh, here's the quote from the New York Times about that uh, Gatorade commercial. Black and white New York City, Frank Sinatra's My Way trembling along in the background. The captain, surprising, Seriously, surprising local Bronx kids and bar owners around Yankee Stadium. Please let us know if you don't have goosebumps after watching Derek Jeter's new Gatorade commercial above. You might not be human. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good, Rob. Pretty unbelievable. And, you know, I don't know how the sound quality is going to go on this, but uh, guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, of the Brothers Brandt Faithful, uh, I just want to send you, we want to send you off in the right way after this. So um, without further ado, please, please enjoy the next two minutes and 35 seconds. And now the end is near, and so I face final curtain my friend I'll say it clear I'll state my case of which I'm certain I've lived 
a life that's full. I traveled each and every highway and more, much more than this. I did it my way. Regrets, I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. I did what I had to do, saw it through without exemption. I planned each charted course, each careful step along the byway. More, much more than this, I did it my way. Yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew, when I bit off more than I could chew. But through it all, when there was doubt, And there you have it. There you have it. We're doing it our way, Ricky. We're doing it our way. We're doing it our way all the way to episode 30 coming up in just a few days. For all you listeners out there, my name is Rick Brandt. And I'm Rob Brandt, and, I'm the, and we're the Brothers Brandt. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 